Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. What up, what it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues. I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my wolf pack friends. Today, we have a special guest in the wolf den, a very talented R&B singer. She is amazing, okay? Amazing. Please, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, get ready for... Ms. Terry Remsen in the building. Let's go. There she is. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Is this okay? Yes, this is perfect. This is perfect. So nice to meet you. You too. It's such an honor. Oh, the honor is mine. Believe me. (laughs) May I formally introduce you if you don't mind? Yes, you can. Awesome, awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have in the Wolf Den today the phenomenal, talented Miss Terry Remsen in the building. I am so ecstatic. I am too. You're ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. Awesome, awesome. Love it, love it, love it. So let's just jump right in if you don't mind. You go right ahead. It's your show. Whatever you want, let's do it. Awesome, awesome, beautiful. Okay, so I like to start off with something, something most people don't know about you. Oh, uh, I like to cook. Really? Yes. Really? What's your What's your specialty? Soul food. Oh yes, ma'am. Mm mm mm. Let's not get too hungry in the wolf den, because I don't know. I don't know. I have to be on here eating them in the plates and all that. We can't be doing that. Lovely, lovely. So please share with us your musical background. Are you the only singer in your family, or? No, I'm not. My mother, my mother really is a, uh, she's a Christian, of course. Um, she, She preaches, of course. She's a pastor. She can sing. Uh, wow. My brother can sing. Both brothers can sing. So basically, yeah, I still come from a musical background. Yes, I do. That is wonderful. Wow. Can you elaborate on your internet docu-series all about Terry? How did that I come sure about? Can. I sure can. Um, when I was doing gospel, that mm-hmm. was probably uh, before 2017, I was doing gospel. Mm-hmm. been doing gospel all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the docu-series was all about Terry. So anywhere that I went to perform... To do gospels, whether that was a cello awards, any type of awards show, if I was cooking in my kitchen, mm-hmm. if I was just doing anything, I would document it. And Wonderful. we just made it into a little um, documentary and yeah. it's on YouTube. It's still there mm-hmm. under All About Terry. And then when I decided to do um, R&B or secular, as you wanted to call it, as the church says, secular. Mm-hmm. Then I um, did a document on me telling some of my family members. 
Wow. And of course, they didn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. We have not released that document yet. We are working on it. <laughs> it seems like it's so hard to release that. Yeah. You know, with the family being against it. Mm-hmm. We still have not released that yet. And we've been holding on to it, but I'm going to have to let it go. Yeah. So people can see, you know, what I went through just trying to share it with just a couple of family members and how they were just strongly against it. Wow. Um, so all about Terry is what the title is. Mm-hmm. All about Terry. Yeah, I love it. I love the title. It really draws you in. Like we get everything. Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. that a lot. How did it feel singing with Grammy Award winning artists Twinkie Clark and Ke- and Karen Clark Sheard? How how was that experience? Wonderful experience. The thing about it is they're not my biological aunt, but they've been knowing my mother before I was born. Mm. So. Um, the late Dr. Maddie Moss Clark was my mother's godmother, oh, which okay. means she's their big sister, mm-hmm. you know, spiritually in the church, you know, but this was more closer than you going around calling people auntie and uncle in church. Mm-hmm. It was a really, a really tight bond with the family. So when I came along, of course, they're close to my mother. That's their god sister. She's older than them. So they call her, they call her big sister till this day. Mm-hmm. And if you look at my mother's name, Maria Gardner, you'll see where she did a song with the Clark sisters. She did a song, you know, with Maddie Moss Clark. All that, if you type in my mother's name, it will come up on Google. Yeah. So um, it started from that. The Clark sisters would come and visit my house several times a year. Mm. She would come. She would come annually, like maybe two, three times a year. Oh, wow. And whenever she would come, when I was younger, she would sit me on the piano and have me mimic her. And so I grew up, every time she would come, she would push me, she would put me up before church, she would give me a song to lead, you know, because she had been cultivating me since I was a toddler. Mm-hmm. So there's a short story, you know, um, to let you know, even though they're not my biological aunts, they are my aunts, I got a third degree burn jumping on the bed at their house when they were all teenagers. My mother was running a revival there in Detroit, Michigan. Uh-huh. I was jumping on the bed in the room. They were trying to get dressed and the iron and somebody left the iron on and left the iron board right near the bed and I tumbled over onto the iron where my mother was trying to prepare to go preach. Lord have and mercy. And I got a third degree burn on my arm, a little bit in my chest and it was wow. Jackie Clark Chisholm mm-hmm. that nursed me back to health because it was a third degree burn. Mm. So a lot of people, I could have probably told you that because that's a lot of people don't know that story. And if you talk to them, they will tell you that that's factual, that I, wow. I got a third degree burn from jumping on the bed on an ironing board. And uh, yeah, wow. so that's how that all started. Jeez, I'm gonna stop jumping on the bed because I still do it at 42. I'm gonna stop doing it. It's dangerous. I'm on the nap. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Can we get to talk about your track, Give Me Love? Oh, yes. How okay. Did, how did so that come about? Love. Yeah, Give Me Love is really a continuation from It's Not Worth It. Mm-hmm. So, so, since you asked about Give Me Love, Give Me Love is basically saying, like, if you're gonna be with me, I don't need you bringing no extra baggage. I don't need you, you know, you got to go get counseling because we all need therapy, okay? If you if you need to go get counseling, sweetheart, go get counseled before you get with me. And this, you know, you know, we give all these chances. And this is for men and women. Uh-huh. I don't want men to think I'm bashing them. Right. Because I'm a woman and I don't like women. So right, right, right. Woman, so, you know, if you're going to get with me, I need you to come correct. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I need you 
you to be straightforward. Mm-hmm. And all I need right now in my life is just love. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yes, we, we want good sex, but I don't need you to just come with that. I right. need it to be you know, attentive. I need it to be reciprocated. Right. I need you to have good communication skills. Mm-hmm. I need you to love on me. And basically sum that all up, just give me love. Don't give me all that bad That extra. All your, your past baggage that you know you didn't straighten up. Right, what the ex-wife did, and the ex-girlfriend did, and now you think we all gonna do that, and I'm just like, sir, sir, I don't even look like that woman, sir, I've done nothing like that woman, sir, sir, no. Exactly, you know, I'm 54 years old, and I'm at a time in my life, no, no, no child's play, and that's wrong, but women and men out there, you should get to a point in your life Mm -hmm. where it's no more games. Right. No more games. Right. Let's lay this out on the table. But what do you want me for? No, I'm not wasting my time with just having sex with you. No, exactly. Sorry. So anybody that's listening, no, we don't have time for that. No, Come no, correct. no, no, no. This yeah, is not an old... This is not yeah, the old field. You're not going to pump and just, just be pumping and all that. That's it. No, no, sir. <laughs> this is not what we doing over here. We don't have no old fields over here, sir. <laughs> so yeah. I, I completely understand your point of view. Yes, if you don't mind, can we give them some of that? Give me love if you don't mind. Sure, you, 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 got, you got it with you? Yes, ma'am, got it queued up. Let's do it. <laughs> I love how that comes in, that is so nice. Yes. 
Phenomenal. Absolutely you, phenomenal. You. you are amazing. Wow. Wow. Ah. Red alert. Red alert. Red alert. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah, heavy hitter and the wolf den. Y'all better understand. Miss Terry did not come to play at all. At all. I love it. I love it. Mm, mm, mm. Please, can you share with us your transition from gospel to R&B? Or as we say, the secular. Yes, ma'am. We in the wolf den. We're here to talk about it, right? Yes. <laughs> it is therapy time. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, good. All right, I'm going to lay on your couch, okay? Yes, please. Okay. So, of course, when I chose to do it, I chose. Um, I was tired of being boxed in because of my pedigree, my last name, who I was connected to, mm-hmm. who I was married to. Mm-hmm. And I felt like all my life, I basically was living for everybody else but Terry. And I got to a point in my life where it was time for me to live for me, whether you liked it or not. Um, and, you know, yes. in the church, they kind of want you to be this cookie cutter. I had lived a cookie cutter life for so long. Right. I was like, so you, so are you going to, I'm talking to myself. So are you going to live the rest and half of your life trying to please people, trying to please the church, trying to live the life that they set for you? Or are you going to live the life that's going to make you happy that only you and God know about See. and I said I love to please God and you know some people be like well that ain't God to tell you to leave and stop doing gospel and do it well I never left it I chose <laughs> to do secular music because yes. that's what made me happy yeah I made everybody else happy so I made the conscious decision I prayed I talked to the Lord because you know I talked to the Lord like I'm talking to you yes he answered back and he said I got your back and I said thanks Lord that and part right there did it of course of course, people were talking in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still they're still talking, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not upset that they talk because it made me better and uh-huh. not bitter. Mm-hmm. And also, what I've learned is people talk about what they don't understand always. And and usually in the church, instead of people getting an understanding, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "In all thy getting, get understanding." They forget about that scripture. Right. They, so they kind of skip is, over that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't apply it to themselves. So what they do is they go to talking mm-hmm. and they go to saying what a shame it is and mm-hmm. it don't make no sense. You know, your mother is this. Realizing I'm grown. My mother is not accountable for anything that I do. Nothing. And then they're starting to say, you know, your husband, he's a bishop. Why would you do that? Look, I've been, I was faithful. Mm-hmm. I was there for every transition mm-hmm. that he had went through. I went through every church that he had went, you know, any church he started, I was right. there. Right. I was a wonderful first lady. I did everything I was asked to do. Mm-hmm. My mother groomed me to be the woman that I am. So I tried to be the best wife that I could be, mm-hmm. the best mother that I could be. I didn't say perfect, but I tried the best to be the best I could in be. everything that I was that I was told to do. Yeah. So of course they started talking, and the thing you know that really set it off is that my song selection was "Love Come Down." Now remember, now I'm from the church. I've always listened to R&B music. I did not know that. That the carnal mind of them thought that, well, and, and it's probably true, mm-hmm. love come down with means something sexual. Mm-hmm. At the time when I 
collected the song, that was not my thought. Right. My thoughts were pure. I wanted to pick a song that everybody could celebrate, get up and dance to, whether it be at a house party, mm-hmm. whether it be at a family reunion, a barbecue cookout, a picnic. Yeah. I wanted a song that everybody that could remember, all ages, to remember Love Come Down. At that time, the challenge was out where everybody did a little dance to Love Come Down, and it went, you know, it went viral. Yes. And so I said, what better song to select? Well, Lord Jesus, when I picked Love Come Down, they went to saying, oh, she picked that nasty sexual song, and why would you pick a song like that? And then to top it off, I did a video. So in the video, I got this big old buff guy all in the vi- all up in the video. <laughs> all I can I can hear the church ladies there. Oh Lord, she had a stripper in there, girl. She had a stripper in the video, girl. She had a stripper. He yes. was naked, girl. Yes. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh my God, she's in there with this big old buff guy, and he holding on to her, not realizing you're we're marketing. Yes, okay? that well, is. This is part of marketing. Right. Sex sells, sexy sells. So you know, and then I, at that time I was new to you know R and B. So and then I'm still that way. I won't show, but so much mm-hmm. because that's just me. I have nothing against anybody that shows a lot. I'm only going to show you, but so much. Right. And you know, I'm very well endowed. So certain things I will show because you do have to show some type of sex appeal. Right. And if you're sexy, I say show. It don't mean it's simple. If I'm sexy, I'm sexy. Exactly. Girl, a girl is sexy. Yes, I am. I know that. But, you know, moving on. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes. I love you know, you it. Got, the Bible says you ain't got to encourage me. That's just the church thing. You got to encourage yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm encouraging myself. Indeed. But, you know, so... When they saw that video, it just went crazy. But let me tell you something. The thing that blessed me mm-hmm. is the more that the church kept talking about it, they don't realize when you talk about it, it's free advertisement. So if you go to YouTube and you click that video, Love Come Down, that video has over 22,000 views mm-hmm. because people kept talking. So, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, keep talking. Keep right on talking. Y'all all yes. part of my free marketing team. It's all yes. good. Yes. So my first album, of course, it made number 10 on the iTunes chart. Mm, mm, so mm. the sales were good because they were talking about it. And again, if I said, people talk about what they don't understand. Right. And, right. They, and they never came to me to ask me, why did I do it? Mm-hmm. Not that I would have told you because... I is grown. That um, is my concern and not know, nobody yours. Came, nobody came to me to ask me, why did you do it? Mm-hmm. Did they just rather choose to talk about it? But it just boosted me to keep pushing. And one thing about me in growing and growing up and becoming a grown woman now, fully grown, where I don't care what anybody says about what I do, is I realized that it's encouraging when you talk about me. Indeed. It, it, it really is something that really sparks me and pushes me. Indeed. It doesn't make me depressed. It gets me excited to make me want to do more. Right, right. So, it fills my yeah. gas tank right on up so I can drive some yes. more. There's no problem. Yes. I understand. Yes. Now, I was reading that you had a bit of a hiatus during your career. Uh, what led to it? And how do you feel your music has changed when you came back? Um, My music has changed because I've grown. Mm-hmm. I had to go through, as uh, I'm going to use a lot of spiritual terminology because that's who I am. You know, I've been born in the church, raised in the church. So I'm going to say processing. 
I had to go through some processing. Mm -hmm. I went through some transformations. I had to learn myself, Mm. learn how to love myself, Mm -hmm. um, learn how to recognize who I am and whose I am, um, learn how to who know who Terry is actually mm-hmm. because I was living for others. So through that hiatus, it kind of kind of calmed me down, calmed my spirit down, and let me find myself. And right now, I'm at the happiest point in my life Wonderful. because each day I'm learning myself. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that nobody has to love me. Not right now. I really don't want you to love me right now. Let me love myself. Let me enjoy myself. And I am really enjoying Terry because I'm learning so much about myself because. Again, being a first lady and a bishop's wife, and that becomes very stressful. Yeah. And you know, those that are, are that are part of that, I'm not upset with them, and I can't because God selected them for that. But people don't realize how much first ladies go through. Mm-hmm. They go through a lot. Yeah. And some stuff they can't share. Right. They have to come and put this face on and this facade. Right. Be somebody that they're not. I'm in a place now. I don't have to do that anymore. Yes. I don't have to speak with you. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to speak. I don't speak, which that's not my nature. But I'm just saying, right, you know, right. when you're in church and you're a first lady, you can't sit there and not speak to the people and greet the people. And they don't understand that you go through just like they go through. Right. At the end and of the day, they, we they all they human. feel like, you know, because of who you are, you're not supposed to go through. You're so all you love, light, and butterflies all the time. And that's just not life. Exactly. <laughs> it's just no matter who you are. Down and, and, and like you know upset and it's like what's wrong with her? Mm-hmm. You must be going through at home. So to keep people out your business, you had to put this face on. Right. And a lot of times it wasn't home; it was them. Like I just don't like your ass, but you know I'm you know I'm working on my heaven and trying to get up in there and you know oh Lord the the list goes on. Go on and yes. have a good day, have yes. some cake, go sit down in pew seven. Shit. Yes. I- <laughs> Yes, yes, I completely understand. Oh my goodness. What do you feel you're telling the world with your music? Oh my God, what am I telling the world? I'm trying to show sincere love. Mm -hmm. You know, when you hear my music, I want you to feel that love that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, realness. I'm raw, real, and relevant. All you do is just listen to my wording. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you can't tell the whole story so you put it in the music. Yes. You know, even from talking to other people, they may not want to share it. So my son, he writes majority of my music and he produces he produced the whole album um, from 2018, Threads of Love. That was my son. Wow. So he actually took experiences that he had went through, experiences that, that friends of his had went through. Mm. And so that's how we did that album. But these last two songs, we were taking stories from other people that I took little bits and pieces of my life and put it in there. Wow. So, you know, yeah, church folk, if you're watching, you don't know which part is mine because y'all so no. All in the business? This don't make no sense. Yes, yes, it is 66 yes, no, books no. of the Bible. You need to pick one of them yes. business to be in. You don't need none of my books. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, speaking of your son, I, that, that really just leads me to my next question about your track, Is Not Worth It. Now, did he, he wrote that one? Um, let me see. Yes, he did. Him and myself. Now, let me tell you about my son. In Oh my God, girl, almost blew a speaker. 
let me tell you what my mother said. So my mother, of course, she's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mother is really funny. But she meant what she said. She said, baby, I need to take that song and send it to several people. Matter of fact, why don't we make that a church anthem? I said, Mom, you can't make it's not worth it a church anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. Let's give them some of that. It's not worth it if you don't mind. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing, amazing. Thank you. You are wonderful, but I'm sure you know this. <laughs> amazing, absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank do you, you. Do you have any plans to release any future gospel records? I will say this: I will probably put an inspirational song on the next album and any albums to come. Right now, I don't want to speak too prematurely, but mm-hmm. as of right now, no. Um, I still do sing gospel music. If someone invites me to their church, I will definitely sing, sing a gospel song for you because I am the gospel. Um, 
uh, Christ is in me. So yes. I ain't never going to forget that. Yes. Right now, I'm at a point in my life where I'm doing music that makes me happy. Yes. Um, I feel that I'm at a place where I need to be, and the timing is so right mm-hmm. and right. And I am not thinking about doing a gospel album right now, but I will put an inspirational song on the future records that are to come. Wonderful, wonderful. What do you enjoy most about being a singer? Oh, my God. Um, you know, music is, is life-giving. It's, um, it's strength. Um, when I'm at my lowest point, I can express myself through music. Right. Um, I love music because not only does, does it encourage me, but I believe it encourages others. Right. And I always get feedback from people saying I can feel you know what you're singing about, and there's something special about your voice. Indeed. Well, that was always my that was always my prayer. I told God, I said, I don't want people to say, "Well, she sounds like this person, and she sounds like that." Okay, I don't mind you saying that I have like a little sprinkle of people, but then I want Terry to have her own unique sound. Right. And God actually answered my request. Yes, Indeed. you may say you hear a little. You may say you hear a little bit of Patti LaBelle. You may say you hear a little bit of Whitney. Um, you may say you hear a little bit of this person and that person, but one thing people can say, she still has a sound that is very unique. Mm-hmm. That uniqueness is what God has placed in me. So indeed. Yeah. Indeed. One of the best voices I've heard in yes. Yes. Oh, like thank seriously. You. Yes. Thank it's you. beautiful, beautiful thank voice. You. What's the biggest obstacle you've encountered during your music career? Uh, finances. Finances mm-hmm. is very hard, mm-hmm. especially when you're an independent artist, you yeah. have no backing. Yeah. So a lot of times you have to come up with the funds yourself. And then, you know, nowadays everything is high. Um, so you have to figure out how you're going to survive. Plus, right. it happens is trying to get your music out there. But to me, that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. finances right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got so much faith. I just believe whenever the, the money is released, it's the right time right. for the songs to be released. Indeed. So I'm good at writing it out until, you know, God chooses to do something different. I understand. I totally understand that. What's the best advice you've been given during this music career uh, uh, journey? The best advice I've been given is to be authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about that is I got that from my 30-year-old son. Mm. He, uh, let, he let me know that, you know, mom, you know, because we grew up in the church and, um, and because he grew up in the church, he'll tell you that that's the one thing that he didn't like in the church is, is there is no authenticity. And he was telling me, you know, mom, people in my generation and people in general, they want people that are authentic, right. people that are real, people that are right. going to tell the truth, people that are not going to sugarcoat the situation. He says, Mom, if you're authentic mm-hmm. and you're real and you're yourself, he said, your music will sell at the right time. Indeed. And he always tells me that, Mom, just stay focused and just be authentic. Don't change your sound for anybody. So that's the best advice that I can give anybody. Whatever you do, even if you're not a singer, if you're an artist or mm-hmm. you're a poet or you're an author, mm-hmm. be authentic. Don't try to mimic and be like nobody. Right. Do what you've been called and gifted to do. Right. Authentic, authenticity. That's yes. That's, that's the best thing I can say. Yes. Yes. So what's next for you? Um, what's next for me is um, I'll be traveling. You know, summer is, is kicking in real hard. So I'll be traveling, doing a few shows. Nice. Um, 
now my music is starting to be heard from the jazz audience. So in the month of July, I'll be going to San Diego and I'm a part of a jazz festival. And so Wonderful. That's, you know, that's what? awesome. So yeah, with some really great jazz artists. And um, also I'll be doing my own concert here in Vegas. And I'm excited about that because I have one of the top black male um, entertainers. He's going to be um, featuring me and we're working together and it's basically like he's pushing me and you don't find too many people that will do that so ken young if you ever see this man i love you for believing in me and ever since i moved to vegas whenever ken would be on stage he would talk to me to mike to introduce me to his audience wonderful um, he performs at this place yeah for those of you watching whenever you're in vegas go to a place called blue martin on Sunday night, that place is lit mm. um, because he has a live show with a live band, you know, him and a young lady by the name of Kiss Kiss. She's mm. hot, too. Yeah. Um, and they do such a wonderful show. The shows are always packed out. And whenever I'm there, he tosses me to Mike. He'll have me come up on stage. And so now that's wonderful. I am doing a show and he's the one that's pushing me. To you know, be even more known here in Vegas. But yeah. Vegas has done nothing but been kind to me. They've opened their doors. You know, I have a lot of people here um, out Sky Sky D Miles, and she'll open up her stage to me. Ronnie Rose will open wow. his stage to me. You know, these people are so kind to me to always make room for whenever Terry shows up, they will talk to me to Mike just to get my name out there. And then I've performed here at several places, so. Vegas has been good to Terry Rimson. That is beautiful. Thank you so much for blessing the platform. Can you please tell all the listeners where they can find you and your wonderful music? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. You all can find me on Facebook under Terry Rimson. Now, some people spell Terry wrong and some people spell Rimson wrong. So it's T-E-R-R-I-E. Rimson is R-I-M as in Mary. S-O-N mm -hmm. as in Nancy. You can find it on Instagram under Sing Terry Sing. Go to my website, y'all. www.terryrimsonmusic.org. Twitter, Sing Terry Sing. Yes. Thanks again for blessing the platform. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this evening. It has been my, my utmost pleasure interviewing you this evening. Thanks again so much thank, for joining me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. No worries. No worries at all. You have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Good, good night. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us in the Wolf Den this week. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy. Howl at you soon! Thank you.